It's time to sit back, relax, and listen to Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan will inspire, motivate, and empower you. Live your best life now. Listen, learn, think, and decide. And now, here's your host, Joan Herman. Welcome to Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. I'm Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life, from health and wellness to professional development to personal well-being. Changemakers join me to share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Thank you for taking time for yourself, and thank you for letting us be a part of your life. Now, let's start talking. Change is the one constant in life. And when it happens, it can knock us off our foundation. Today's guest, Jean Collins, faced an array of challenges, including divorce, drastic career shifts, and motherhood. Embarking on a total redesign inside and out, she wound up more satisfied and successful than she could have ever imagined. Jean is an award-winning interior designer who was recently nominated as an HGTV Designer of the Year. She's the author of the book, Two Feet In, Lessons from an All-In Life. Welcome, Jean. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you, Joan, so much for having me. It's really a pleasure. Jean, let's begin by talking about your journey. What did you experience in life that knocked you off your foundation? It started when I was young um, and how I was raised. I was, you know, raised in a in a nice town. You know, it's not like we, we didn't have anything. Um, but my parents got divorced when I was young, when I was eight. Um, and I had lived in New Jersey, and we got uprooted and moved to Connecticut, which was very new for me. Um, and what I've learned now that I'm older is, you know, there just was a lot of emotional baggage that came from um, from that experience for me and came from how I was raised by my parents. You know, I had kind parents. They were very strict, though, um, the types of parents that, you know, my parents didn't tell me that they loved me until I was 30. Um, so there was a lot of emotional baggage with that. Um, and then I kind of carried that baggage, um, into adulthood and, um, got married when I was 29 and then got divorced about a year and a half later, um, because I had realized I had married a male version of my mother. Um, so, you know, it kind of continued. And then, um, five years later, I got married a second time, um, and had, um, got pregnant right away and, um, had my daughter who's now 17 years old. Um, but while I was pregnant, I actually filed for divorce. Um, so that was really interesting. And then career wise, all the way along the way, um, you know, I've changed careers, um, twice. I used to work in food service and then I went and spent 22 years in advertising sales and then got laid off from my job right before I turned 50. And, uh, that was really what defined me as a person at the time, which is not a good thing. Don't recommend that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, really had to figure out who I wanted to be in life and what I wanted to do. So I decided to take a huge risk and start my own interior design firm. And I did that. It's, uh, we're coming on almost four years. It'll be four years in May. And, um, and then during that process last year, I also wrote a memoir and self published my own book. Jean, all the things you described, I mean, I went through some of the things that you talked about. And, and I know in my own life, it's what led to the work I'm doing now, because I decided that I didn't want to stay in all of that pain. I wanted to look in, do the work and, you know, make the types of changes that you just spoke about and that you write about. Why do you think you were able to, and I don't want to use the word survive because it, it's not surviving. What made you thrive after all of what you've been through? I think, and you're right, it's not surviving. Um, You know, there are people that have, you know, life that's way worse than mine by all means. Um, I think I was 
fortunate to have a strong belief and trust in myself. And I was very driven. Um, and that is one of the gifts my mother gave me is that she, you know, was very independent and very driven and always believed heavily in education and women working and the empowerment of women. And so I think I was very fortunate that I had a lot of inner drive um, to keep going. And once I made some of those life-changing decisions on my own and saw that I was happier, that helped build self-confidence in a in an emotional person who actually was very un, you know didn't have a lot of self-confidence based on how I was raised. However, after I you know did a few things to improve my life and saw it actually did work out and I was happier, that increased my self-confidence. So I kind of was able to tap back into that throughout my journey and my struggles. Um, to help keep pushing forward. A lot of people get stuck when they go through challenges. And, and do you think it's because they're either unwilling or for some reason they can't face the pain? And, and I think that's probably a really important part of laying a strong foundation. It's facing that pain, dealing with it, rather than hiding from it or trying to avoid it. Oh, yes. You, you are spot on. I mean, you, you have to be willing to to deal with the trauma, the tragedy, the pain, the emotional challenges, the emotional baggage. Otherwise, you will continue to carry it throughout your life. Um, and it will always be lurking in the background and will hinder you. And, you know, so I always say to people when I speak to them, like, don't think that this transformation of, you know, me becoming who I am now happened overnight, or happened easily, like it was a lot of work. However, it was work that I feel was so worthwhile, because it's compounded over time. And I've managed to you know, become someone who is able to emotionally connect with people. And even though that's not how I was raised, you know, it's taken me 25 years to figure it out, but I figured it out. And now that I have life is just so different, but you have to be willing to do the work. And, and it is scary. It's fearful. I think a lot of people don't move forward um, or take risks or deal with things because of the fear of the unknown and because they know it's painful. So it's just easier to sort of stuff it in the background um, but if you really want to have inner peace, which is what I strive for and what I like to share with people about my journey is, you know, getting to have inner peace, you have to do the work and deal with the pain. And you talk about power pillars. What are they? And can you take us through some of these briefly? Yeah. So, I mean, there are a lot of them. I'll talk about my favorite ones. Um, mindset is absolutely huge. You know, I mean, you can create anything you want with your mind. And so learning how to control your mindset um, and quiet the chatter that is constantly happening. We all have, you know, the bird that sits on our shoulder that talks to us all day long. And that bird actually is normally not anything positive. Um, so learning how you can change your mindset and shift gears um, and try to keep yourself present and present and focused uh, is a big one. Journaling, I'm a huge proponent of journaling. I think you can solve a lot of inner pain by journaling, by learning how to write and get it out. Um, even just like it's just a brainstorm dump of things that are bothering you. And it's amazing how your brain will help you process those things if you really actually get them out. Um, I also journal a lot about good things that have happened if I'm struggling or, you know, just not really feeling confident or lacking faith. I will sit down and have myself journal about all the times that things did actually work out. And it might be slow at first, but as I start going and really just stop trying to control what I'm doing and thinking, it's amazing how your brain just like dumps out all these really positive things. Um, 
exercise. I'm a huge proponent of exercise. I exercise every day. Movement is great. You can get outside 10, 15 minutes a day. It's amazing how good that is for your overall health and well-being. Um, meditation. I struggled with meditation for many, many years, um, but have now learned the power of meditation. And I say start slowly um, and then build up to meditation, right? And guided meditation, I've found, has worked for me. Everybody has different things that work for them. But for me, guided meditation works. So, you know, those are a few of the things that I think are really critical. Um, And the one last one that I will focus on, which I think is also important, um, especially women struggle with this a lot, is learning how to make yourself a priority and that that does not make you selfish in life and learning to say no to certain things and yes to things for yourself, whether that might be 15 minutes of reading time for yourself or half an hour of exercise. Learning to make yourself a priority in your decisions is so critical to your overall health, well-being, and how you feel. Jean, if someone's listening to us right now and that person is really struggling, from all that you've learned, what would you say to that person to help them on their journey? I would say that anything is possible. I am proof that anything is possible. Um, I would also say that you are not alone. There are so many people who struggle with so many things and we just do not speak about it very often. And it's one of the reasons that I wrote my book um, is to help people feel that they are not alone in whatever it is they're struggling with or their challenges. And then to give them some tools that I found have really helped me over the years um, on a wide variety of subjects. So I would say if someone is really struggling, you know, reach out. There are so many people who want to help other people, and I am one of them, and I'm a network of so many people I know who do want to help other people and just share our experiences so that others can learn from us. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many books out there that I've found helpful. I have a bunch of them written in my website. Anyone is welcome to DM me. I'm happy to, you know, share lists of books that I found were really helpful in whether it be, you know, trying to figure out what to do with a new career at 50 or whether it be about mindset or whether it be what wealth manifestation. I have a, you know, a large library of books that I've really found helpful. So I think if anyone's struggling, the biggest thing is to feel okay to ask for help and understand that there are so many people who have been where that person might be or can at least relate to the pain of it Mm -hmm. and taking one baby step to reach out and ask for help and try to connect with someone um, can be really motivating, really inspiring and help you not feel alone. And that's the thing. So many of us feel so alone and we should not feel alone. And you know, that's why I love hearing your story and stories from people like you, because it's my story. You know, I started this in my 40s. And when we get to a certain age and our life is upheaved and we go through all of these changes, a lot of times we think, I'm too old. I can't redo something now. What now? You know, but you are such an inspiration. And, and hopefully I am that, you know, it's possible. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can always start again and build something sometimes even better. You can. And I also think a lot of people don't, they feel very trapped in the life that they've gotten themselves into um, and the path that they're on. And sometimes they just need their eyes to be open to a different path and be open to paying attention to what's going on. And that path will unfold itself um, if you pay attention to the little signs. 
I say to people all the time, so many of the things that I have managed to create and manifest and have in my life right now happened because I paid attention to design and I paid attention to a random email that I got about writing a book. And then I happened to sign up for a free seminar. And then I was like, at the end of the seminar, oh my goodness, I had an entire outline for a full book. And I had no idea that I did. And that was not on the plan. And then a year later, I was finished with my book. And so had I not just paid a little bit of attention to that random email that came into my inbox, I would have never written a book. We wouldn't even be speaking. And so it is amazing. Sometimes those opportunities are there and you just have to kind of stop and pay a little attention to them because the universe is talking to you mm-hmm. all the time. Um, if you just take a pause and pay attention to it and then opportunities will unfold. People think that your journey is A to Z in a straight line and it's not. You have to be right. open, like you said, to all those wonderful things, go off course and then you pull yourself back on again. Yeah. And nothing is linear. I think you also have to be open to the journey and open to understanding that you might not know the process. And I think a lot of people become very uncomfortable in the lack of knowledge of the process of how to get there. And if they don't see the whole path, then they don't see how that could, how they could ever change their lives because they don't see how they can get from A to D. Um, and so I encourage people, let go of the process and just trust that it will happen and it will unfold as it's meant to. And D might actually not be D, it might be G. It might be different, but that doesn't mean that G G could be a whole lot better than D. You never know. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like letting go of our culture is so, you know, okay, you go to high school and then you graduate from high school and then you go to college and then you get a job and then somewhere in there you have a graduate degree and somewhere in there you're supposed to meet a partner in life and then you're supposed to buy a house and have kids. Like our culture is so structured and rigid that we are wired that way so early on and learning to let go of that timeline and that process is work. But if you can try to do it, it is really helpful. It really, you know, it helps you become more open to what might be out there. And Jean, where can our listeners go to learn more about you and your work? Oh, I'm all over social media. Um, my company, my interior design company is called Germar Designs, J-E-R-M-A-R Designs. You can find me online. You can find me on Instagram at Germar, J-E-R-M-A-R underscore designs. Um, I'm also on Instagram as myself. So Jean Collins, J-E-A-N-N-E-C-O-L-L-I-N-S-C-T. And Jean, in about 30 seconds or less, what's the takeaway? Takeaway is that Anything is possible if you put your mindset to it and you open yourself up to the power of the universe and ask for what you want. And you can create it. Anyone can. You can create anything you want. Jean, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you, Joan, so much for having me. It was a real pleasure. And thank you to your listeners for listening. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. I hope you found the show informative. At Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life, we believe that knowledge is power. Take what you've learned, apply it, and live your best life now. Remember that the information provided is the opinion of our guest and should never replace the advice of a professional who knows your personal situation. If you'd like more information, visit our website, cyacyl.com. That stands for Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. While on our site, listen to past shows on demand, read the digital magazine, sign up for our mailing list, and be sure to follow the show on social media. Until next time, this is Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in.